Tate, we got a bracket. What a day. What stands out to you? What Woo. what jumps out to you? Big picture thoughts, not necessarily matchups or anything. We're, we're, yeah. we're going to break it all down yeah, yeah. to the best of our ability. Uh, but just general vibes. What are we what are we thinking? General vibes is, you know, the pageantry is back. Uh, March Madness is here. And I think it's one of those things where, you know, you and I last year, we lost something and we never knew if mm-hmm. it was going to come back in any sort of capacity. So to be here to see this, to have the game set feels good, Mark. Feels really good. It feels very good. Uh, it feels almost too good that I I forgot how this all works. <laughs> yeah, that, you like, and I like we are basically responding as this is the first tournament ever. Every every matchup, yeah. we're like, I see a pass. I see it. I'm looking at Ohio against Virginia, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, so, we're, so we're you know Jason we're a little Preston, rusty there. We're back though. Preston will be the best player in that game. Yeah, I see. I see a pass. Creighton's been a little rocky, yeah. maybe. and then and then once you get to the Sweet 16, anything man, can happen. Man, uh, let's start with the one seeds. Yep. Let's start with the the number one seeds. Uh, not a lot of surprise. I think I think these have been from the moment Justice Suing threw a behind the back pass against Michigan. That seed was locked up for Michigan. Yep. And then from the moment Illinois smoked Michigan a couple days later in Ann Arbor, I feel like we've had the number one seeds locked up. Not exactly a surprise. I think it kind of got interesting with Isaiah Livers uh, hurting his foot. Yes. And, and he's yes. whether he plays out or not out indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he can come back, but. I'm seem, not going to look. I, it doesn't I'm seem like it's uh, Alabama made certainly made a late case mm-hmm. uh, to, to get a one seed, but yeah. I don't think I don't think it was ever serious. I think I think it was pretty clear that these were going to be the one seeds. No surprises here, right? Yeah, and I think the Big Ten was by far the best conference, so they deserve at least two number one seeds. So we knew that coming in. There was a chance in my mind, at least with Illinois, maybe they jump B- or Baylor, and uh, but that doesn't happen. It's okay. Uh, I like where Illinois is. I'm worried about Michigan. Um, yeah. Like you said, without livers, I, I think that I could sh- be something to watch. We should but. say, for the most part, the 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 number one seeds in terms of who's the best, uh, the order. It doesn't matter as much if you're thinking about it as the two seeds that you get because yes. they're they're snaking it this year, but they're still they still stay true to the. Uh, like the conference shake up the conference. It's like Ohio state was never going to be the two seed Michigan or Illinois, Mm -hmm. which is why Ohio state is in Baylor's uh, Iowa's and Gonzaga's. So in that regard, it kind of doesn't matter because you knew that Ohio state was going to have to be in either Gonzaga or Baylor's region. Iowa, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of that part the rest of it, as it trickles down, maybe that matters, but yeah, I I mean, I got, I got some one seed stats for you. 10 of the last uh, 13 champions were one seeds. And since Mm -hmm. 1985, 22 of the 35 champions have been one seeds, about 63%. So when you think about the actual champion, it's, you know, it's a good chance that one of these, yeah, it's funny because we we go into every tournament. We're like, nah, anything (laughs) can happen. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And it's true. But at the same time, of those things, of all the anythings that can happen, the most common thing is the one seed, the best team wins. 21 of the last 22 top three seeds Uh, of the champions. Speaking of the best team, Gonzaga is the best team in this field. Yes. Um, I we, we've been discussing this concept of Gonzaga versus the field the entire All year. season. Yes. Yes. Given that Illinois is now on being pushed to the moon, as as uh, we, we've seen these last few weeks, ever since, like we said, they they, they beat Michigan and Ann Arbor, um, and then they win the Big Ten title. They yep. beat Ohio State in, in an awesome game. Uh, would you still say it's Gonzaga versus the field? Are you, are you trying to throw Illinois in the mix? Is Baylor where where, where do you see the tiers? Tier, give me give me yes. your one C tiers. Yes, here it is. Tier one is two teams, Gonzaga and Illinois. That is that okay. is the top tier. And I think right now, if you take a snapshot of the moment, you say what is the best case scenario title game? It is Gonzaga versus Illinois. And I think Illinois represents the best of the Big Ten right now. I think they're the best team in the Big Ten. And I think Timmy versus Coburn, 
those two guys battling it out, you know, on the block. Yeah. I think that's a great matchup. You obviously have IO versus Suggs. I mean, that's a great matchup. Um, these two teams to me are the best teams. I've been really impressed with Illinois, Illinois lately since the Michigan game, March 2nd. Yeah. That was the time I kind of saw, okay, Illinois. They've clicked in here. They know who they are. I love Curbelo off the bench. He's like a Shabazz Napier, you know, person for Io. I think Io is going to be my Kimba candidate. We're going to get to that. But uh, I like Illinois, and I like this team. And then Tier 2 is obviously, you know, Michigan-Baylor. And I think even Michigan might be, you know, kind of straddling the line a little yeah. bit. You know, we're going to see where they Mi- are. Michigan is, yeah, we, I, I like Michigan's draw a lot, though. In Michigan of, in February, Michigan is obviously yeah. Tier 1. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I, I, I do like Michigan's draw, and even losing, I mean, you, you could say that they the first game without Isaiah Livers, they lose to Ohio State, but it's also like Ohio State, and I'm not saying this because I'm wearing a very colorful Ohio State sweatshirt. Uh, Ohio State's one of the better teams in the country. There's no shame in losing to Ohio State. Like, Michigan could still be a very, very good team, even if Isaiah Livers can't play. Yep. You know? I think most Michigan fans are like, we have no shot at a title. I would even say that's not entirely true. No, it's, no, your chances no, are no, no. dramatically decreased, but you're still good enough. If Michigan, if you told me this Michigan team ended up winning the title, I wouldn't be shocked. By and it. I also like uh, for from the Michigan side, I like the idea of Livers, even if he is. I like indefinitely is what I should say. I like the yeah. idea that there's a chance we get to the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight, and he's feeling a little bit better. We can get him back. So I, I still think it's Gonzaga's tournament. I, I yes, think I, that is the question. That is the answer. There, you do not have to beat Gonzaga to win the national title. I want to make that point. You, you, you could 2015 Duke did not beat Kentucky. Duke was Kentucky was the big Goliath. Mm. Duke won the national championship. They mm. did not have to beat Kentucky to do so, but somebody did mm. and somebody's going to have to beat Gonzaga, but it doesn't have to be, you know, Illinois is on the other side of the bracket. They don't have to be, they could win the title without being Gonzaga. They could like Creighton beat Gonzaga. And then, uh, who's the first one seed to lose? Bill, Bill is asking. Mm, us. That's a good question. Bill first one seed to lose. I, uh, I mean, I'm going to, this is going to be a little bit biased, but I'm going to take Baylor. I think Baylor is going to be the first one seed to go out of this tournament. You, and, you have uh, Baylor in, yeah. in the second round. In the second obviously. round, yes. Uh, so Wisconsin I, or North Carolina. I, I don't know G- which one. Gonzaga is too good to be challenged. Oklahoma, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Oklahoma beats Missouri. Um, but I mean, the Bonnies in the second round against Michigan is a tough matchup. I don't think so. I think Michigan and Gonzaga have great draws. Illinois, Georgia Tech would be interesting. That's that. I mean, but, the, yeah. but, but again, both champion, of these feel, tournament champion. Both of these feel like. Uh, a deal where um, the eight seed, like, like I look at Georgia Tech and I'm like, Georgia Tech could beat Illinois, but mm-hmm. Loyola is probably going to beat Georgia Tech. Yes, it's not gonna the matter. same with North Carolina. I feel right. like if North Carolina beats Wisconsin, they beat Baylor, but Wisconsin will probably beat North Carolina. A lot of Big Ten apologists out there coming at me right now saying Wisconsin should have been the eight seed and North Carolina should have been the nine seed based on strength of schedule. So I wanted to shout that out. I, we, we can change that if we need to. It's still the same game. Um, I, I'm picking Baylor as the first one to lose. Their defense just hasn't been the same since they come that's, back. COVID. That's what made them so good. Is they they play and great the three defense. point shooting? Yeah, I mean that. I mean it has gotten a little bit better. You know they're getting back to return to the mean. But I uh, I see Baylor struggling, and also Baylor. You know they win their championship. They win the Big Twelve regular season, and they did sell. You and I, we have a problem when you over celebrate when you win regular season titles and uh, hang banners and you know <laughs> go a little crazy. So I'm worried about that a little bit too. Uh, let, let's talk about the bubble. Um, what 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 transpired here? Syracuse, a team that we did not feel like would. They're, they're not. Even I was one about of the last to correct you in. and say the controlled environment, Mark. No, no. <laughs> Syracuse wasn't even one of the last four in. We nope. we, we weren't certain that they were going to make the tournament, and they not only. But Lenardi was. Lenardi had him locked in, so he kind of will give him his shout out because a lot of times people would like to throw shade at him. So he gets Syracuse in, and then you look at Louisville. Louisville's a team that was hurt by COVID. You know. Clark Kellogg mentioned that and said, you know, it sucks for a team like that to have to deal with this situation. But I don't know what standby looks like. That's more of my fascinating part of these four teams. What, what are you doing? Devontae Shuler and Ole Miss, you're just sitting around waiting yeah. 
for the call, and then you have to pull for something bad to happen to get in. I don't know. Do Do you feel like these teams that are did the committee get it right? Where did they get wrong? Who's the biggest snub? Look, because I I don't really care enough about any of these teams, honestly. I mean, like, Colorado no, State probably. I could see them making. Or I mean, St. Louis. I mean, I mean, I could see them making the argument. I mean, Ole Miss. I'm happy to be here. I feel like to be on this line to get the recognition to have yeah. our logo up there. Louisville, the COVID pause. You have something you can point to. You also lost to Duke, so you know why. Drake. I like them getting the bump because they had such a great season. Yeah. I like the Missouri Valley getting some respect there, so that was nice. Wichita State should have been in. Michigan State should have been in. UCLA. Um, you know, we're, we're biased, so I'm happy to see him in, but that could have been one that could be argued. UCLA. <laughs> that would probably be the one fell I look off a to. Cliff. Drake and UCLA, if I'm one of these four teams, I'm looking at and saying, uh, that could have been us or uh, that should have been us. UCLA fell off an absolute cliff down mm-hmm. the stretch. And I, and look, they lose Chris Smith. There were reasons yeah. behind it. Mick Cronin did a great job with this team. I think they over exceeded expectations at some level. So to be in the tournament's a win for UCLA. Yeah, I, I would agree. But the I, fact that those two teams play each other, Michigan State, UCLA, in a play-in game, it's I'll, insane. I'll say this: uh, it, it, it's it's taken me a while. It, it's it's I'm readjusting to to bracket and 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 fleshing out matchups and all that kind of stuff because it's been two years. It's been one a long thing. Time. One thing I'm back in the saddle immediately on is I don't care about the bubble. I yeah, just yeah, yeah, I, It's like yeah. every year the bubble they show this stuff and like Louisville fans are gonna be mad, Colorado State fans are gonna be mad. If you're on the bubble, you suck, and you shouldn't be in the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I, mean, I don't care. And let's be honest. Figure it out. Is there any fan There's base no... out there that is, like, held on to the idea that they were the first four out? Yeah. You know what I mean? This like, is... we, we were supposed to be in the tournament. And I know, Did you see the graphic? I know teams have played in the playing game and gone on to the Final Four. Yes. I know, like, I know this stuff actually matters, but I'm saying if it, it doesn't matter at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it, if you're, you're splitting hairs with a bunch of garbage teams at this point, and uh, – I don't know. I've never cared about that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you looking at? I'm just like, you know, I'm observing the bracket, just like kind of thinking about who could have been in if there was any bigger snubs. But I mean, I feel like Louisville's probably the most upset today. Yeah. You know, knowing the Louisville staff and some of those people there, I feel like Chris Mack right now is not very happy, especially no, but... after the Calipari back and forth this entire year. They had a little WWE, you know, thing going on with this team. Um, they had some really bad losses, though. I mean, they lost to Wisconsin by 45, lost to North Carolina by 45. Those are eight, nine seeds. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's all you have to say. Yeah, I mean, that, that, I mean Carl like, Jones missed one of those games. So, and then you go in the um, ACC tournament, you say, all you have to do is beat Duke, and, and you can't you do blown, that. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I can't feel bad. I, I'm, I like Louisville, but I understand it. It makes sense. That's how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. Uh, let's talk about some Kimba candidates. This is something we get very excited about Whew, every year up. is trying to figure out yeah. the guy who, who, who are the guys that can just carry their, their team. We have ours on the, the board right here. Yeah. Um, pretty simple. Pretty we locked easy. in our picks. Go ahead. Yeah. You go first. I would assume your Kimba candidate, uh, plays a little hero ball down the stretch and regulation gets Ohio State, mm. throws up brick after brick. <laughs> um, so great pick there, Tate. Explain, explain yourself. I will say this. I think Illinois in 2005, they were, you know, the number one team in the country the entire year. They had had these three guards, you know, Luther Head, D. Brown, Darren Williams, that were unbelievable, unstoppable, whatever word you want to use. And the entire year was all, you know, kind of, you know, going along. And everyone said, Illinois is a team, Illinois is a team, Illinois is a team. Very similar this year to Gonzaga, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. saying Gonzaga's a team, Gonzaga's a team, Gonzaga's a team. Anyways, Illinois wins the 05, you know, Big Ten tournament. They go to the championship game. They lose to North Carolina. They've been trying to get back to that point in time. They've been trying to chase down that title in the 21st century. And I feel like this year, it is the time, right? They are not, they are not the team that everyone is looking at. They're saying that's the team to watch out for. That's Gonzaga. So they don't have the target on their back. That's a little bit nice. 
You know now that you are the best in the best conference this season, so you have a little bit of confidence behind you. And you also have a Shabazz Napier candidate. I think that's why, you know, the Kimba candidate for Io is so good for me and works so well. And you have two of them. You know, you have Frazier and you have Corbello. And those two guys can take, you know, the load from him at times if they need to. But also at the end of the game, last four minutes, you give the ball to Io, you let the mass crusader Go do what he does and win the game. I know you said which he didn't shoot, do it today. Which is shoot step back. You, you said today yeah. he didn't do it. He took a bad shot, as Paul George yeah. would say. A step back. Have you ever shot that shot is what Patrick Ewing would say. But I think in the tournament you learn from this game. Io gets in here, becomes the Kimba candidate, okay. and is able to lock in and make it happen. But the main reason he has the Shabazz Napier candidates, Carbello and Frazier. I, I feel like I, you can't a Kimba candidate can't be a well, everything you said made mm-hmm. a ton of sense, but mm-hmm. I don't like a Kimba candidate as a one seed. Like, yeah, I mean, that is true. That is true. Like, I mean, yeah, the, the real version of a Kimba candidate is probably a six seed or more. But, you know, for this purpose, I'm going to give it I mean, that I, I, my guy is uh, Oklahoma State as a four seed. I like a four so, seed. Oh, we got oh my goodness. Look Thank at the God. research. This, it's not official until I have my paper, my paper <laughs> break here. So, uh, Oklahoma State's a four seed. So, I'm, yes. I, 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 Cade Cunningham is my pick because, uh, I mean, my God, did you watch the Big 12 tournament? Yeah. Dude, in the last six games, he's averaging, I, I wrote it down here. 25 points, seven rebounds, three and a half assists, shooting 48% from the field, 37% from the three point line, 90% from the free throw line. He's been unbelievable. He's, he, he was, he was the number one pick favorite the entire season. Yes. And he's gotten even better down the stretch. Um, Oklahoma State's a great team. They're, they're, I, I really like Oklahoma State, but, uh, Kate, Kate is, is the guy. I mean, the, the Oklahoma State has played in a thousand close games this season. Kate Cunningham has taken a thousand big shots. Um, he, he's not going to be phased by the moment. I wish they would. I wish they would have closed it out, though. I yeah. wish they would have beat Texas. Me too. Me too. I but wish I, they would have done. I want to give a shout out because uh, the guy, Doctor Senator, Mister Walker, fifty four on Twitter, tweeted at us that Kay Cunningham is our Carmelo candidate, and I like the idea of that. I like the idea of a freshman coming in, you know, this top flight blue chip guy, yep. and taking a team to the title game and eventually winning the title. And if, if Kay Cunningham does that, I. I mean, I don't know what we would do, but he's definitely the number one pick, right? There's, there's no doubt about that. If he does, do I, that. I love Oklahoma State strong. Liberty is a team that is that uh, Liberty has a great record. They've won a lot of games, obviously. Yep. They've also played some big boys. They they, they have in, in the because uh, that that is something we should say is different this year. Is a lot of these smaller schools like Col- Colgate's the most obvious example did not play um, high major games this year yep. uh, because of COVID or whatever else. Liberty's a team that did. Liberty Liberty played a bunch of big boys. They didn't win a lot of the game. I think they beat Mississippi State was like the one power team they beat. But uh, um, they, they have they have seen they have seen an athlete the caliber of athlete that Oklahoma State's going to throw out there. I yep. think Liberty's a team that, uh, as I said, coming into the before I actually saw the bracket, I was like I, I could see Liberty winning a game or two in this tournament. But then I saw them play Oklahoma State, so I feel like I feel like the game is going to be good. I feel like Liberty can hang because they're not going to be shocked by Oklahoma State's athleticism and size. But Oklahoma State has Kate Cunningham, and they're going to win. And I love the second-round matchup between Oregon State and Tennessee. Whoever wins that, I like Oklahoma State. I was going to say, Oklahoma State has a pretty clear path, in my opinion, to the Sweet 16. But also, if you are if you haven't watched Oklahoma State and you're at home and you're watching the first-round game and they're down you know, eight points to Liberty, don't panic, right? This, don't this, panic. this Oklahoma no. State team, they love to thrive in the chaos. They love to play close games. They almost play down to their competition at mm-hmm. times. 
But Cade Cunningham in the clutch has always been able to come through, so he, I like that. I, I like him. I'm thinking of other guys. Moses Moody has to get a shout out. Yes. at Arkansas. He's been unbelievable. He's at he. Mm. He, he was my he was my number two Kimba candidate. I was like, yeah. I'm a Moses Moody guy, but I also like to keep the the scent away from him. You know, a little yeah. bit. And I like that Arkansas lost that game. He said he learned a lot of lessons in the loss. You know, and yeah. I mean, I like that as well. And uh, a guy that played at a high major program in high school knows how to win big games. So Moses Moody, good Kimba candidate. I like that. Uh, Arkansas like that is a three a seed though, so we got to find a guy. I mean, book night. Book is book night the answer? UConn at seven seed? Yeah, I mean, book play, night play in Maryland and then Alabama. It's almost too on the nose, but I mean, I the idea that book night as a seven seed would be it. Who else jumps out to you? I mean, I mean, Ja'Cory t- McLaughlin as the UC Santa Barbara. I, I, I tweeted that last night that I liked him as a potential candidate. Um, but yeah, I mean, going through. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to find like smaller, like Mac mm, McClung, six seed. Mac McClung. As a, as a number six. Dude, you know another a seven seed? I don't want to say this. I don't want to put this in the ether, but mm. Trey Mann at Florida is a seven seed. Yeah, the Chris Gioza candidate. Yeah, and then yeah. Trey Mann and Dwayne Washington just go mano a mano in the second round. Just mm. big shot after big shot. Do and you then, think there's a little bit of redemption for Ohio State after the 07 title game there? Yeah, well, I mean. I, I feel it. I feel it. I, I think we're going to get redemption on that's Carolina the way, there up top. The way the bracket fleshed redemption out here. for 2015 Wisconsin. The way the Wisconsin. bracket. The way the bracket fleshed out here, uh, Alabama Ohio State could happen in the title game, basketball. <laughs> it happened in football. We, we could, it could be an 07 repeat. Oh when my god! We played god. Florida in both football and basketball. So you think you're going to the title game and then you're get you're. Getting... I don't know. You, you invoked 07. Okay. I was just saying right, like that's right. that's still on the table. The same the same thing could happen of Alabama <laughs> of Ohio State losing to an SEC team in both title games, <laughs> which I would not love. Don't let it happen. Uh, all right. So what what else we got to talk about? What who who. Who what 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 is the best matchup as we look at this? Yeah, I'm I'm sort of going through it right now. Can we just do the the, the most expected upset maybe in the first round that you expect? Like if you, as we go through it, because the one upset that I see that I think is a, almost a guarantee is Winthrop. Yeah, Winthrop, Winthrop <laughs> I mean, jumps out to and me, and it's not to say anything about Villanova, but Villanova, you know, dealing with some injuries there. You know, they're not the same Villanova team that we saw earlier in the year. Not the Villanova team that went to Texas and beat Texas when they were a top five team uh, in December. So I think Winthrop is an option there, and I also think UNCG. As much as I love Florida State, I mean Isaiah Miller and West Miller, Miller time, the real Miller time there at UNCG. That is a <laughs> that is a bad draw for Florida State, and. um I could see that being a, a, a pretty solid upset. Florida State too. Georgetown in the second round would be awesome. Though, yeah, Hamilton true. Patrick Ewing. True. They, they, that, that would just Man, be an all-out that's out a, war. That's a lot of John Thompson respect, and I would love to that see that. That would be an all-out war. Yeah. Um, Florida State feels like a team that uh, I, I like. I, I've, I've made this point about teams throughout the years, and this is my team this year that I'm going to make this point on is Florida State, that I like the idea of Florida State more than I actually like Florida State. Yeah, yeah. I, I keep waiting for them to be – they, they've sucked away from home. They need a point guard. Yeah, I, I I don't like the whole. I mean, I like the idea of Scotty Barnes being the point forward and like we let him kind yeah. of control the game and control the tempo. But I wish that they had C.J. Walker, you know, from Ohio State. I wish he was like still at Florida State, you know, or like, uh, you know, but it's one of those things uh, where, where it can be a little bit ridiculous. But um, yeah, I like the 12-13 there. I like UNCG uh, t- playing Georgetown in the second round. That's a good upset. A- Anthony's asking the, the winner of Sister Jean versus Josh Pastner get a show called the the best guy like you get elevated it's like sainthood it's like josh pastner has been yes. so nice he, he, can you he, imagine gets, having something called best guy and it's about sister g <laughs> 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 i 
<laughs> that's when she really turns on us. She already doesn't like us because we called her sister mean, but I think that's the final straw. You know what I mean? That's when it's over. Uh, but I like that. I like that first round matchup in general. Yeah, all of the uh, Ohio Virginia has my attention. I man, I you love Jeff Bowles. I the, love the, Jeff yeah. Bowles. I, I they're gonna have the best player on the team on the court, Jason Prez. He's gonna be better than he's better than Jay Huff. Sorry to say it, but he's gonna have more of an impact than Jay Huff is in that game. Is Sam he better Hauser. than Sam Hauser? Yeah, he's better than all of them. Mm. He's better than all of them. He's, he's going to be the best player. Guy, by I know the way. he's, he's yeah. going to be the best player on the floor. Virginia, <sighs> dude, I like I like Gonzaga's draw. I know you don't, but they. I, well, I was more. I think Oklahoma just shocked me as an eight seed. I feel like that's what really got me. But um, but you as know, you look at the rest, I, as I look of the at AC's, it more. I yeah, mean, I mean, even Creighton's not as scary as you may think. Uh, Kansas is not. Kansas obviously had to get out of the Big 12 tournament. There were some questions about them being able to qualify at one point. So they're not as intimidating as a three seed as maybe they would have been, Yeah, you know, considering those things. So, I mean, Iowa is the real test, right, for Gonzaga. But I don't I, think I was going to make it. Yeah. I don't think I yeah. was going to make it to the lead eight, but maybe mm-hmm. they will. Who the, who the hell knows? That's that's, <laughs> that's yeah. The that's the beauty of this whole thing, right? It's and honestly, the, I want to make this point, too. We didn't have a tournament last year, as we all know, but we yeah. also, because of that, we don't have things to latch onto from last year. Like yes. we don't have, I we didn't get to see what Iowa could or could not do this iteration of Iowa in the NCAA tournament. So yes. this idea of like Iowa bas- this Iowa basketball can't work in the tournament or it mm-hmm. can or what you know. Mm-hmm. These are data points we need, Tate. Yeah, yeah. We're, well, I mean, and then we're going blind here. Well, there's what? a team like Texas Tech, right? That goes to the title game in 2019. Chris Beard kind of lets the world know that he's one of the best coaches in college basketball. And now they're sitting there as a six seed. They play, you know, Utah State is a tough team. But you, you take a coach like Chris Beard, you know, and who knows what happens? He can make another run. And we know him now as a tournament guy. It wasn't just a fluke. It wasn't a one-time thing. Yep. But we haven't seen him since he made the title run. So uh, the, those types of things. Let, let's let's try to figure out who's overseeded, underseeded. Uh, properly what, seated. What, what do, do we have some, some choices? Georgia tech. Yeah. Let's throw Georgia tech up there. Um, how do we feel about Georgia tech as a nine? I think coming in, we thought there was a chance they might be like a 10, right? That, that, that was, was what people were saying. They had them as a 10, but also no one predicted them to win the ACC tournament. Yeah. Right? Everyone expected Florida state to beat them in the title game. And then you kind of see them as a nine or a 10. I think that they are ridiculously overseeded. I think that if anything, you know, they should be a seven seed. I mean, so that you would you would you would then say that's underseeded. Under, the yeah, exact yeah. opposite. By overseeded, well, you mean literally. Well, I mean, I was doing it by this. Uh, you know what I mean? Like overseeded, like they're too high. Sorry, I was I was. Uh, I, I, I got I got this, this always screws me because some people say it's high. You're a high seed. Well, you're or the low highest seed, you've ever been. Right? You know yeah. what I mean? You know, I, in in general, they should have been a seven seed, right? Call it what you want. They should have been a seven. Yeah, seed. whatever you want to say, whatever you want to say, high, low, whatever. I, Joe Blow, here it is, seven I, seed. I, I would agree with you. Uh, it, it's staggering that we we. I'm trying to find what seven seed they should have been. You know, probably Clemson. Honestly, the fact that Clemson's a seven seed and they aren't Clemson, Clemson. You know, give your spot to Georgia Tech. They just won the ACC tournament. You know, that's what I would say. It's staggering that we've arrived at a point where the ACC champions with the ACC Player of the Year, yes, and the ACC Defensive Player of the Year, and should have been the ACC Coach of the Year. Are a nine seed, a nine seed, but it kind of makes sense. No, I, I mean, I do think it's I just, disrespect. It's a Big Ten year, you know this, so it's a disrespect. We see it. I do we think observe they, it. I do think they should have been uh, uh, better seeded, but whatever. We're I, gonna I, have this, Coach Pastor on the show. right? This might be good for yeah. We are. We're yeah, gonna have him coming amazing. up. This might actually be good for Georgia Tech. You beat the one seed. You 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 went in the second round against Illinois. Now you're the one seed. Then away you go. You're the one seed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Sister Jean's uh, a tough throw, throw another one up there. Let, let's figure the other one. San Diego State as a six seed. 
I think this is I think this is perfect. I think this is I Yeah, think, I think they're properly seated. I think this makes a lot of sense to me. San Diego State uh, I could see a five seed actually. I mean there's a chance. They they as I said, I when, when was Six it that, better than five. that they lost back to back games to Utah State and uh it just felt like it felt like they were on the bubble for a second there. And they haven't lost since, but the Mountain West is that the six seed makes a lot of sense. For I, mean, that, the, I think Jerry Palm had them as a nine seed in his latest bracket. Yeah. So the fact that they are a six seed instead of an eight or a nine, that's a good draw. And uh, to play Syracuse, a team that we thought might be outside looking in. San Diego good. State plays awesome defense. They're, they they shoot well from three point line. Yep. Um, they they have uh, they have. It, it's funny how them and Gonzaga like. I kind of trust. I know San Diego State hasn't had a ton of success in March, though. I should point that out. Like they, they, they have had the the success in March that people think Gonzaga's had. But there, is, what you just said kinda... about like we wish that we had last year, and obviously, you know, Malachi Flynn would have been there, so it would have changed things a little mm-hmm. bit. Would have been a great Kimba candidate for last year. Now on the Raptors, yeah, maybe maybe San Diego State was something on a run last year, and then suddenly exactly. it's easier to believe in San Diego. Yeah, State Yeah, they go to the Sweet Sixteen yeah. Elite Eight. We're like San Diego State. Watch out for watch them out. when the tournament yeah. comes. Yeah, so. I don't think they were going to last year though. If I remember right, the wheels were yeah. Sort of well, they hung the banner. Six good. seed, a six seed makes a lot of sense to me. I, dude, you, you just brought that up. They hung the banner. They cut down nets. Yeah, you don't do that. You don't do that. They Those cut are the down things practice you don't do. gym nets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played on the road and then came. The home best part was the show. Gym. Shout out to the show. They're, they're fans that were so gracious to us. You know, they were telling us the story about what they, you know, like hanging the banner and cutting down the nets, and they were saying it in this very excited way. And then our faces are looking at them like they're telling us about the the worst, most heinous thing ever. And they're like, "Why are you guys freaking out?" We're like, "This is this all is, bad vibes." They're like, yeah. "Go knock on wood. Go do anything to be superstitious I, about this." I like San Diego State as a six seed. <laughs> six seed because if you think about it, as like a top twenty five poll. Yes, a six seed is like in the twenty to twenty four range, and right? That's right and where that, they were. that makes sense to me. Yes. I, I hear that. I'm like, yeah, San Diego State's a twenty to twenty four range. This is good for West Coast, Coast basketball that the yep. fact that the committee looked at them, respected them, gave them the right seeds. That's so. well, that's what I was going to say. Is that it's it's hilarious that we reached a point where like Gonzaga and San Diego State, when it comes time to seed them, they get respect. Yes, the Pac twelve when it comes time to seed them, not Throw as much. Out. Yeah, 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 not as much. I guess Colorado got some respect, but that was pretty much it. All right, one more. Throw throw another one up here. Arkansas is the three oh, seed. Oh yeah. What do we think? I think Arkansas is uh, still somehow underseeded. I think they should have been a two. Hmm. I think if they beat LSU and they're in the they're in the SEC championship game and lose to Alabama even today, say, um, they're definitely a two. I think I, I've been I've been waiting all year to get Houston off the two line. We got Houston off the one yeah. line when they lost to East Carolina. I was waiting for Houston to get off the two line. I do not like Houston. Um, those are words I'm definitely going to get thrown back in my face here in a couple weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I, I I don't like Houston, and uh, I like Arkansas. Arkansas was was red. They won like 13 or 14 SEC games in a row. Yep, torching everybody in the SEC. The must bust. Come up a little short in the SEC tournament. I would have liked I would have liked Arkansas as a two seed, but may, maybe maybe this would be good. Maybe we'll put a put a little chip on their shoulder. The three line is the line that they had to get to. So it's good that they're there. Again, a top three seed has won 21 of the last 22 national championships. So I think that, you know, if you're Arkansas with the backcourt of Tate and Moody and, you know, the fact that you have Eric Musselman, a guy who has made a run in March before, we have some history to lean on. I think that they're a scary team. I like them as a three seed. I don't think that you're upset about being a three seed. I think if you're Arkansas, you would have gotten upset if you were at that four line, right? That was when, that's when that's I, when you're disres- yeah, yeah that's exactly. When, that's, that's when, when I'm upset. Yeah. So properly seated is probably the right answer. You're probably right though, that there's a case to be made that could be a two seed. Yeah. I, they, I, I just, I, they're, they're better. If you're asking me, is Arkansas better than Houston? The answer is yes. Absolutely. I that's how I think about yes. seeding yes. teams. I don't care about quad one wins and quad and seven losses. And I like Quentin Grimes, but everything. Moody to me is better than Grimes. So, like, if I just do it as straight up as that, it's like I'll take Moody and I'll take my chances. So, 
give me Arkansas. Yeah. Who who else jumps out to you as over or under seeded? I, Oregon is the one that as soon as I saw seven mm. for Oregon, I felt like that was that was pretty wild. Because because for the longest time, to me, USC, Colorado, Oregon, all kind of in the similar boat in terms of again. I, Throw your quad ones, whatever you're, you're boring. You're boring me. Yes. You're boring me. Yes. I'm talking about how good of a team are you. Oregon felt like Oregon had guys missing. Will Richardson was out a lot of games. He comes back. They're a different team. They felt like they, to me, they were on par with Colorado and USC. They draw the short straw. They get the seven seed. Doug Gottlieb has been, I, he's been going nuts all season. Like he's like, Oregon is the best team in the Pac 12. Don't pay attention to what happened in the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah, we're going to stay Pete there. Yeah, uh, Oregon is still the best team in the Pac-12 in his eyes. Seven seed feels pretty harsh to me in that regard. Yeah, I will say that. I mean, I, I think that's 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 a tough draw. I mean, the other thing I was going to look at was Tennessee uh, and Oregon State. I mean, Tennessee is one of those teams where I, I don't know what they are, and I think that's why a five seed is perfect for them. I guess is properly rated because you know you could argue to me that Tennessee at one time had a chance to make a real run could be a you know yeah. a top three seed and then there's times I've watched them play and they look like an eight nine seed so th- there's a lot of variability and range with Tennessee and Oregon State it, it's it's the same as Georgetown it's like how much can I take into account this run that you made in your conference tournament right are you really clicking here or is it we're going to take you out of that magical environment and now we're right. back to who we thought you were right, right. like Georgetown that is that is kind of the confounding thing with both those teams. I don't, I don't know love, how much to buy. I don't. Into I don't love twelve seed ma- uh, major conference teams. Yes, I love mid major twelve yeah, seeds. Yeah, yeah. I, so I guess I guess maybe we answer that. Like if it, you're looking at the five twelve matchups, which is the upset specialty? It's it's Winthrop Villanova. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that's that's the best one. But I also I know Villanova fans are going to lose their mind if we say that's the best one because they're probably upset that they're a five seed. Who cares? Who cares what we think though, Tate? Because uh, the, we got Arkansas up here. We also have the Arkansas oh, head coach on. Yes. Look at this. He's literally on a bus date. Yes, the, the bus bus. bus. <laughs> yes. <here. laughs> I'm actually on a bus. He's literally on a bus. <laughs> coach, coach, last time we, we talked to you, we, we, we had you on right before the start of conference play, I think, and we were talking about you guys hadn't played necessarily the strongest schedule. We were still trying to figure out what kind of team you are. A lot has happened between now and then, Coach. You're 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 on fire, Coach. You're on fire. You're you're everyone's favorite team. You're a sleeper team. You got a three seed. Uh, talk to us about where your head's at going into the tournament. Well, first of all, I, I just told the team that it's really hard to make this tournament. Um, I'm really proud of the group that we that you know that we earned. Um, I think it was the ninth overall, uh, you know, seed as a three seed. So we're 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 excited. We're pumped up for that. Um, you know, now all that. You know, Selection Sunday stuff's got to be behind us. We got to look forward to playing a really, really good Colgate team who, you know, is 14 and one and, and, and can really shoot the basketball and plays at a fast tempo. Uh, so transition defense is going to be really important for us moving forward. Now, hang on a second. How do you know that already? I'm always fascinated by this. Like you coaches, <laughs> like you, you have stuff, you had this on lock and like you knew exactly <laughs> what the, what Colgate was about. What, how, how did, how does that work? We had a five hour bus ride from Nashville. And actually, our staff we had we had projected three teams that we could po- possibly mm. play. I'm glad we guessed right. I mean, I can tell you their whole uh, depth chart. I mean, we got to <laughs> stop number one, Jordan Burns, at the point. They got two really good off guards, double zero Cummings, um, thirteen. Their backup, James Coach, you're the best. Score the basketball. I got it all. They're second in the nation in scoring at 86.4 points and. Second in the nation in assisted turnovers and, and eighth in total of turnovers. So we got to really guard the basketball. 
um, and, and and rush the quarterback because of the number of assists that they put out. And, and coach, that's the basketball aspect of it. We want to ask you about the muscle meme, right? We remember in 2018, you became a phenomenon. You know, Mariah became a phenomenon. You and Sister Jean, you know, have the Sweet 16 matchup. How excited are you to get back to that madness, to get back to that world? Because you're memeing the entire season. If you don't keep up with Arkansas basketball, I mean, Michael Musselman is a star and you guys are stars yourselves. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously it's really cool to have my son Michael on. Uh, on, on staff and, and we're, you know, traveling with each other. And to, this morning we were working out together in the weight room and Mariah and Danielle are, are going to take a flight in, um, you know, on, on Friday and watch us. Love and, it. and, uh, yeah, last time we were in here, um, the wife and daughter kind of stole the show. So, um, <laughs> but the only way that happens is if you win a game or two. <laughs> We love what, what, what is the secret behind that? Because I, I, I feel like a lot of coaches in your position uh, with a team as hot as you guys are, there's a little bit of expectation in Fayetteville. They might be tense. They might be nervous wouldn't be the right word, but just like this is this is the grandest stage in the sport mm. and you, you're about to step into it. And you're always so loose. You're always so joyful. You're always just having fun. Uh, how? 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 <laughs> yeah, explain coach. it, coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, grow up in San Diego on, on Mission Beach and. And that'll kind of yeah. uh, put things in perspective. So, but I, you know, look, we, we want to have fun. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into getting here, but I think you guys are right. Like, how can you keep your team on edge, but also allow them to, to get the full experience of this thing? And, and I think I learned through, uh, the first two years at Nevada when we did not advance the importance of trying to really loosen the atmosphere because mm -hmm. there is, I mean, everyone knows you're on a worldwide stage. And so how do you have fun uh, and enjoy the process as well? Cause I think that can carry over the, between the lines. Mm. Well, coach, you're the king of fun and uh, you know, it's great to have you join us. It's great for you to, you know, kind of let us know what's going on. Uh, one last thing from us. I mean, as you look forward to this experience in Indianapolis, I mean, there, there's like, you know, all these rules and regulations and things you have to keep up with. What can you do to kind of just make this fun, like you said? I mean, is there anything, any special muscle quality or you want to keep that to yourself? No, we're going to have to be, you know, we don't know. We're actually headed uh, right now to our team hotel. There you go. Uh, we'll COVID test tonight. Uh, everybody will be, you know, in, in isolation. We'll test again in the morning. Hopefully we'll get those results back where we can practice tomorrow night. But obviously, you know, no practice today. Uh, no practice in the morning and, and then we just wait word on when those test results come back and we can get out on the floor. Um, but I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to have to make this thing fun some way. Um, even though we know like everybody's going to be on the same floor in the hotel will be the first time in my coaching career that I could actually have a hotel room, you know, right next door to two players. You know, when you're coaching in the NBA, I'm not sure you want a hotel room next to Meta World Peace. <laughs> coach, we appreciate the time. Best of luck. Uh, I know you as a coach, you don't look ahead. You're only focused on Colgate. You're not worried about the rest of the bracket. I am not a coach, so I am looking ahead. And uh, in the Sweet 16, the two seed in your region would be the Ohio State Buckeyes. So let me just go ahead and say, as much as I love you, Coach, uh, I would not hate it if maybe the Arkansas must bust ran out of gas mm. when you come up against the Buckeyes. But, <laughs> you know, listen, if you have to do us dirty, you know, I, I won't be the most upset in the world. Tell Coach Rich I said what's up. Uh, the street coach, he, he's a Buckeye as well. All the best. He's going to gonna love that shout out. Trust <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs>
Best of luck. Take Thanks, it easy, coach. coach. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Oh, he's the best. Oh, uh, literally on the on the must bus. How I about mean, that? Yeah, that, dude. We Mo- have asked for Moses more. Moody is um is a star, and and yes. I I think that is what we need to focus on with Arkansas as we're dude. I, I just now realized, like, I don't know why it, it it didn't click with me that Florida, Arkansas, Texas Tech, three guys that we were throwing out Kimba candidates, they're all like right there in the same. And you, I'm throwing Dwayne Washington in the mix. If we're yeah, going to go up there, yeah, why not? After what we why saw not? tonight, after we saw this Big Ten run, so you could have, and again, a lot of stuff can happen. Apologies to Virginia Tech fans, Colgate fans, I Utah mean, State look, fans, but Caleb Love for North Carolina could be up there at 30 points against Duke. You know what I mean? As we look at this region, Brad Davison, you know, he's shooting 13% <laughs> from the three point line this season. I'm sure he could be in the mix there. I mean, Ivy at Purdue. I mean, you know, you could talk yourself into a you bunch of guys. You can talk yourself into yeah. a lot of guys, but I'm looking at the bottom half of that bracket. I'm like, damn, uh, oh, dude. It's, yeah, it's just yeah, Mac yeah. McClung, Moses Moody, Trey Mann, and Dwayne Washington. Good luck. Could be all in the second round right there mm. playing against each other. Mm. That, that is a- Dickie V just tweeted that Arkansas Colgate is going to be a great game. And I don't know where that came from, but I think it's because he Dude, just watched us interview Moss. Jay Money on YouTube, better Kimba candidate, Kate Cunningham or Buddy Beheim? Great question. Uh, Buddy Beheim is his own candidate. I think this is the Buddy Beheim redemption tour. He's in the tournament. He's going to take – how many shots has Buddy Beheim taken this first round? That's the, that is the over-under of the tournament. I'm going to go 20 and a half as the line. Um, he's going to take a lot of Dude, shots. I need in this some game. time to think about this Syracuse, <laughs> the Syracuse San Diego State. That's going to be an ugly game. Yeah. Of course. That's going to be. Yeah. Should we pick the worst, the worst matchup in the first that, yeah, round? Yeah. What, what is the game? That is probably like, that game. If you watch every second of this, I think UConn Maryland could be terrible because Maryland is going to try to suck the life out of the magic yeah. of UConn. You know yeah. what I mean? And Turgeon versus Dan Hurley. It's a lot of, that's a lot of testosterone and anger that's going on between those two. That could be not – that probably won't be too fun. I could see, yeah, that game become – like, UConn <laughs> loses, and UConn fans are like, that shouldn't count. Yes, like, yes. Off. That like, wasn't basketball. Why did you, what why I just did, watched yes, was not basketball. Exactly. Maryland's more, like more cell fighting like, them. <laughs> locks up, book night, but it's, like, a little too physical. And yes. Just, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that matchup at all. Um, I really don't. Speaking of UConn and Maryland, they, they fall in the uh, the middle ground of Blue Blood, New Blood, which yes. we are fascinated by. This yes. is this is supposed to be – there's supposed to be a transition away <sighs> from the Blue Bloods the, yes. the Blue Bloods suck this year, as mm-hmm. we know. The New Bloods are are on the scene. Your Gonzagas, your Baylors, yes. your Florida States, yes. your whoever else may be. I think Texas um, is a New Blood. You Texas know, a team a like blood. that. Yeah. We have our New Blood versus Blue Blood scoreboard that we're going to be updating throughout the the tournament as because we're, we're trying to make sense of this. Who who is this a New Blood or is this a, a Blue Blood year? Well, here it is. Minus two, Kentucky, one. Duke two, so two, so two, two, two blue bloods yeah. are out. Okay, you know what I mean we just took them out. Uh, uh, as far as new bloods, as we look around here, I mean you know Baylor, you know one seed, we're gonna give them a bump there. You know mm-hmm. Gonzaga's a, a blue blood, right? You consider Gonzaga blue? Blood. I do. Okay, I do. I think Gonzaga checks all the boxes. Of so a it's literally blue for you, blood. just like if you're good and you have blue in as one of your. It's colors. a part of it. It, play, <laughs> it plays a part in it. It does play a part. You have to have some blue. That's why you know Indiana True Blood. You know, yeah, no blue, I but think, True Blood. I think the Pac-12 got no respect with their seeding. Uh, that that should be noted. Is that is that blue blood or Pac-12 is not blue blood, but UCLA is the conference of champions. And- so minus one. But they the got in, so maybe plus one. Okay, so all right, we'll give it back to three. <laughs> <laughs> what about like, I'm like I'm trying to figure out what new bloods I need to Michigan is a good Michigan Who, is a tough one, right? Like what what is Michigan? Michigan could be considered a blue blood. They did it in the twentieth century. You yep. know, they had the Fab Five, of course, is probably their most famous. But when you look at the B line era and what they were able to do twenty thirteen and twenty eighteen, 
it does seem very new blood to me. So Michigan, I would like to hear from the Michigan fans what they want to be. Do you want to be a blue yeah. blood? Do you want to be a new blood? Villanova is a blue blood, for example. They've chosen to be a blue blood. They're a blue blood. They could be a new blood. Uh, they've chosen to be what blue about blood. Illinois? Winning the Big Ten title, getting a one seed. That's, that's a new blood. New blood. I think this iteration of Illinois, 21st century Illinois. You know, I'm not talking about the flying Illini. You know, shout out to Stephen Bardo. That's our guy. Not talking about Kendall Gill. I'm talking about the new blood, new iteration, 05 version, and this version. Tate, I got to say, we set out to make sense of new bloods and blue bloods. You're, this you're, will you're, never, you're, you're if making you're at it. home, this will never make sense. So just, just deal with it. Plus one. Uh, Ohio State gets, we got a Oral Roberts in the first. Can Shout you, out to Oral Roberts. Dude, no. Great baseball not. team. What about Rick Patino getting Nate Oates in the first round? That's a good that's, one. That's, that's, that's a, that's blue blood, new blood right there. That's Nate Oates is a new blood. Rick Patino is a blue, blue blood. blood. I'm going to give a plus one to the blue bloods because Rick Patino's in the tournament. Also, Rick Patino wearing suits on the, on the yeah, sideline. That's a plus. That's a plus bloods. for the blue bloods. Yeah. Uh, he's good the only guy it. keeping it classy. As he always does. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the things we love about Florida Super. State versus UNCG. That's a minus one for the New Bloods. That's a tough matchup. Uh, we, we should point this out. New Bloods is a term that was uh, created by Leonard Hamilton, uh, one of our favorite coaches in college basketball, a guy that should be in the Hall of Fame, uh, a guy that famously said to Dana, huh, once uh-huh. upon a time uh, in the Elite Eight. We all remember that in 2018. Great times. But, um, yeah, that's where it came from. New Bloods, Blue Bloods. Indiana is a true blood. NC State is a true blood. Um, if you have any case to be a true blood, reach out to us. Maybe we'll consider it. Rutgers basketball could be a true blood. Who knows? Um, Purdue, yeah, I like Rucker. Rutgers got a good draw. Houston, as I, I, I can't say it enough. Don't Houston, trust Houston. Houston and, is a, is a, is a confounding one as well because Houston, 1983, if they beat NC State, the true blood, then we're calling them a blue blood. Um, I think they're more new blood. So being a two seed, we'll give them a bump there. All right. Uh, so what, what, what else is jumping out to us here? I get, I get, I, I was asking you before, um, we cut off a of muscleman, the five twelve upset. This is mm. something that people get excited about. Um, it, it, it draws. And, and for the people at home, here's why I'm, I'm going to break it down for you. Your, your fives and your twelves, your fives, as, as we're seeing here are usually your teams that are, uh, maybe we're good have fallen down a little bit like Villanova, for example. Great, yes. great, great yes. example. Tennessee. Of a five seed. A Tennessee, a team that like a, a, usually fives are a power conference team that are sort of middle of the road. Maybe they started out hot and they're falling back to earth. Uh, maybe they they Colorado, I guess, like got a got good down the stretch ish. <laughs> I don't know, but they're 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 a team. They're they're a power <laughs> conference update. team. I don't know. They're a power conference team that doesn't instill a ton of confidence in you. Is is you typically what your five seed is, whereas your twelve seed very often Tate is your mid major that that the, the best automatic qualifiers of all the mid majors like your Winthrop's yes. which is the one that jumps out at us mm-hmm. um so that's why 12s over 5s should fives have been happen. UNCG UNCG should have been a 12 seed I'll say that so that's why 12s over 5s happen so often is because uh the, the 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 you get a team like Winthrop that's that's won a lot of games used to winning has a winning culture so to speak uh going up against a team like Villanova that has lost their point guard Justin Moore's hobbled what is yeah. Villanova now they've not looked great without Colin Gillespie um obviously are they going to be able to figure it out? That to me seems like the one. But is there another one that jumps? You, uh, UC Santa Barbara. Yeah, UC. Crazy? Yeah, UCSB could be one just because I like that team. I don't know if you watched the Big West Championship game. Uh, you know, people back they played the Anteaters, the UC Irvine Anteaters, uh, the Gauchos versus the Anteaters. It was a great game last night, and uh, UCSB showed me 
a lot of potential. They have some talented guys on their team. Like I said, McLaughlin transferred from Oregon State. Uh, you know, a guy that can can play up against you know some some high level programs and, and do well, fare well, can take some big shots as well. Not afraid of the moment. So UCSB is up there uh, as a potential one. Um, honestly. <laughs> You know, as stupid as it is, the the 14-3 game, uh, you know, or, or the 13-4 game, I should say, is one that's always interesting now, I feel like. And Oklahoma State-Liberty is is a tough game. I, I think Oklahoma State, you win that game, you're guaranteed to go to the Sweet 16. But I, I would not overlook Liberty there. And the same thing with Florida State. I know I've said it before, but I would not overlook UNCG. The mean green of North Texas, I love Purdue, but there are a lot of freshmen. They're playing on a big stage in a home state. They have a little bit of a dark horse you know, aspect to them. Just don't overlook North Texas because they're a really good basketball team. So the four thirteen games, I could see. How many teams potential. do you have left to say could move on from the first round? Well, Ohio, Virginia was my one. last one. Yeah, I mean that was my last one. I, I was just saying the five okay, twelve okay. is the usual one. I think the thirteen four games are more. Point interesting. to a game. That's the whole point. point to a team on this board. You have a lot to choose from. Yes. Uh, that's not a sixteen seed or a fifteen seed, and mm-hmm. say you're gone. Get you, you suck. You're definitely losing. You cannot move mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. You have no chance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Musk got me fired up, dude. The way he had Colgate scouted. I was going to say Colgate, Colgate was played my answer, three teams all year, and mm-hmm. Musk had him. He was ready. He was ready. I don't know. I, I, I also, think Abilene, Abilene Christian Chris, is probably my second answer. Abilene yeah. Christian. They're in Texas. <laughs> I know. They can't. Texas can't lose that game. Yeah. There's no way they're yeah. losing that game. But I also, yeah. I mean, that, that's something that's like a backhand, you know, deal where it's like there's no way this will ever happen, and we'll yeah. schedule you next year and pay you to come play. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Shocker pulls yeah. him aside. Just yeah. like listen. Yeah. Do you come want $200,000 next year to play us? Yeah, 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 come. Exactly. Uh, Santa Barbara, we were talking about Santa Barbara. It got my attention thinking, uh, do you think Do you think the uh, the Oprah Royal interview that happened in Santa Barbara? I mean, Barbara, Alvarado is the ultimate Kimba candidate. I will say, yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Grant. I love this show so much. That's a good point. I, love, I just love that I'm like, Tate, here's the thought, Oprah, and you're like, no, Alvarado. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, thank you, Grant. That was, a great, that was a great point. I liked it. <laughs> Zigarowski could be said, there, too. Marcus Zigarowski for Creighton could be up there as a Kemba candidate, you know. You said without saying, you're like, whatever your ear is coming out of your mouth, I don't, I do not care. I could not care any less. I'm going to point to Jose Alvarado. I see Jose Alvarado on my screen. I just, I love Jose Alvarado. Uh, you, you see Santa Barbara's uh, uh, coach. Joe Pasternak, he, he went to Indiana. That's a little nugget. It produced the only the only team from Indiana that's it ta- that's taking place. The you tournament know, is taking you, place in you Indiana. Know what, you know what else he was in? What else was he in? Remember those those? Uh, remember the mm-hmm. the game plan? Oh, we had to read the yeah. I, know, I was going to leave that part out. I mean the guy the guy <laughs> loving the <to> death. <laughs> the guy just got a twelve seed in the tournament, dude. I don't want to respect. Wanna, yeah. I, I mean that's how I knew the name though. Like last yeah. time watching the game, I was like, oh yeah. It's like I read your I, I've seen you I've read your transcripts of your phone calls. Is UC Santa Barbara part of the Pac-12 update? Should, does that they count? should be honestly yeah, the Big West? There. The Big West in general is a great. These are conference. these are your these are your West Coast teams. I'm going to pivot so I can get a good look at these. Uh, this is a great graphic. This is the Pac-12 in our mind. We just we've we've grouped it all in. Utah State is an interesting team. I feel like that we haven't talked about a lot on our show in general. Uh, Boise State is an A for us. Yeah, who 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 are thumbs down? We're thumbs downing obviously Eastern Washington. Yeah. Like, good job you made it, but we're no one's excited about you. Boise State, yeah, that, thumbs down. We can't, we can't. I don't, can't I don't, I don't Boise. necessarily. Yeah, I mean, it's just like Boise State. Congratulations, you had a great season, but thumbs down right now. Colorado to me as a five is a thumbs down. I don't really like that draw. Oregon State, I want to figure out if it's just a, a flash in the pan moment. So I'm kind of just like here, you know. I'm Chuck Norris before in dodgeball when he flips it over. I don't really know with Oregon State. 
UCLA is a no for me. USC is a, you know, I guess an up because they have Evan Mobley. San Diego State's an up for me. UCSB is an up for me. Oregon's an up for me. Um, BYU's an up for me. I like BYU. I, I like BYU. Yeah. Colorado, what's interesting is Oregon State is a 12 seed. Colorado's a 5 seed. They just played. So Col- this will be Colorado's second 5-12 game that they played. Yeah. that's. I actually like Colorado for that reason. And the same You're with, right. That is same, a good point. Same with Georgetown and Creighton. That is a good point. Same with Georgetown and Creighton, dude. Yep. That same, is a good point. Same with Georgetown and Creighton. So I actually like Colorado because uh, you can't lose. They, they already got the 12-5 upset out of the way. They got it out of their system. They, they lost to Oregon State. I'm, I'm just like, I, there's just the world. I can't see Patrick Ewing losing this game. I really can't. I can't see Georgetown losing to Colorado in the first round for some reason. I, I hope that the momentum that they have as a I, I, I after, don't know why. I don't know why. I just can't see it in my mind. No offense to Colorado. I think you guys have a fun team. I just see Georgetown winning that game. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, BYU is fun, though. I like BYU I, I, as a six seed. And BYU, I mean, they took they were up what, what five, ten points on Gonzaga right at halftime. Uh, you know, what they were I mean? up like twelve. It was like 12, 50, it was more, yeah, forty one, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've seen BYU be able to be a contending team. So I like them as a as a potential, you know, make a little run know, down man. there. I still see I still see the GU up there, and I just I think this is just a lot of uh, a lot of fun distractions to just hand a trophy to Gonzaga in three weeks. I mean, I if we were it's... if we were playing a real tournament for regionals, Gonzaga is going to win it all. I will say that uh, Gonzaga is by far the best team in the country, but Illinois is right there. Illinois is right there. Yeah. Mm. What uh? Do, do you would you should we bother even like? Do you want to do a? Should we fill out a bracket? What do you mean? Just like kind of like run through it? Yeah. Just, like, I guess like talk it out. Yeah. Let's talk it out. All right. I'm looking at. Should we just start up uh, in Gonzaga? Should we just start with the number one overall seed? And just talk. Yeah. I as think best it, we can. I think Gonzaga, as I said, to the Sweet Sixteen. I, I Oklahoma, Missouri, do not scare me. Uh, App State, I know you you like them just because you're from that part of the country. But shout out uh, to Boone, North Carolina. Shout out to App State basketball. Shout out to Bobby Crimmins. If you don't know Bobby Crimmins started at App State, do your research. He's the best. App State's a great basketball program. Very underrated. I mean that yeah that was a that was a tough draw but Gonzaga like you said I I don't see Oklahoma or Missouri doing it I don't see Creighton doing it in fact I could see Creighton losing to Santa Barbara in the first game I could uh, uh, yeah I could see a twelve uh, thirteen game between yes Santa Ohio you see Santa Barbara yeah. and and everyone thinking it'd be Creighton Virginia but uh, but those two teams actually go through and then the bottom half of that bracket I mean it's sort of the same thing it's like Iowa I don't see them losing to Oregon or VCU really. Um, you know, I think Kansas will be a tough game for Iowa. I could see Kansas eking that one out. And in fact, if you're Gonzaga, I think Kansas is the biggest team and the biggest scare in this region. And yeah, Kansas I think Kansas is, is a, Kansas is the one, but they the, they're the not COVID the Kansas pause. that we saw in right. January, February. You right. know what I mean? So it's not really it's not really as threatening as it does look on paper. The, the problem, like uh, yeah, on paper, it jumps out to you that some of these teams are good. Gonzaga just does it better. Better. Yep. Creighton plays similar to the to Gonzaga. Gonzaga just does it better. Yeah. Kansas. That's why Kansas is the one. That's that's slightly interesting. But um, yeah, who the hell even knows what Kansas is? But there's like, like a world. You you and... you see like a version where like Agbaji and Garrett and like McCormack just have like a ridiculously physically dominating yeah. game against Gonzaga, and it's back and forth, and somehow they're able to eke it out. Very Michigan State Duke in 2019. You know what I mean? Where we know that the the one seed is by far the better team in this game. But, you know, tonight anything is possible. Anything can happen. So, yeah, Kansas is the only team that scares me there. Gonzaga is going to go to the Final Four. Um, yeah, I like that. I, I like Gonzaga to lead it at least before it gets interesting. For the I moment. wanted Iowa to go to the Final Four. I will say that. I mean, but I told you this today. I thought there were going to be three teams that go to the Final Four from the Big Ten. 
Oh, here uh, we go. Yes. Speaking of the Big Ten, uh, speaking of teams you like to the Final Four, Tate, you have been on the Purdue Boilermakers as your sleeper team yes. for a while now. And joining us now is the head coach of those Purdue Boilermakers, Matt Painter. Coach, I guess we, we start there with, with the idea of you guys being a sleeper. You've, you've been in this <laughs> business for a while. You've gone into NCAA tournaments where you're kind of a favorite. You've gone into tournaments where not a lot is expected of you. There is a lot of sleeper buzz right. around this team. Uh, wh- wh- where do you where do you feel? Wh- what's the most fun as a coach? Dude, wh- wh- what what level of expectations the most fun? Well, the most fun's winning, yeah. obviously. But like it, you know, it's a crapshoot at times in the NCAA tournament. Like you're going, you know, on a neutral floor. You're playing, you know, quality teams no matter what. The thing that I try to do is make sure your guys know um, that you can beat anybody and you can get beat by anybody. Mm. And everybody's earned their way here. And if you go into it and you try to look past an opponent, like you're, you're getting ready to get beat. And don't even think that way. And just we've really changed here in the last five or six years when we've got into the tournament is is not like divvied up the schools with your assistants. Just make all of your assistants just worry about North Texas mm-hmm. and just leave it leave it as it is because you're, you're going to get a chance to see them play in the tournament two days before if you win that next game if you can get there. And uh, just keep your focus there and keep your focus on your own team. Um, there's a lot of things that go in, but for the most part, you have to have your team ready and you got to respect your opponent. And, and coach, you know, we want to ask you a little bit about, you know, the last time we saw March Madness, of course, it's 2019. And, you know, that Elite Eight game that you have with Virginia is one of those games that across the country. Everyone remembers. They remember the back and forth. But this version of Purdue is not the 2019 version. There's a lot of young guys on this team. Um, so does that make it a little bit different for you coming into this tournament where you almost have to get these guys up to speed? on the culture of March Madness in the tournament. Yeah, sure. You know, in that, you know, that Elite Eight game, like our bench um, are the guys that are still with us. The four guys that came off the bench for all freshmen. Now they're juniors. And to be able to have that experience, those guys won the Big Ten that year. Um, We've played in a lot of uh, NCAA tournament games, but they're they're the guys on our team that have had that experience. And, uh, you know, you're going to lean on those guys. I I think it's going to be a unique tournament for, you know, everything that's going on. But but to have some guys in your team that's had the experience of getting to the Elite Eight, I think that's really going to help. Yep. You, you mentioned everything going on. Uh, one of the things going on is the entire tournament is taking place in your <laughs> home state of Indiana. Don't lie to us, Coach. You are aware that you're the only team from the state of Indiana in this tournament. Yeah. There's got to be some pride about that, that, that. Purdue is holding it down for the yeah, whole no state. Question. Yeah, yeah. there's no question. I Actually, I just realized that in, in the last interview. I didn't, I didn't realize that was the case. But, no, there, there, there's pride in just getting to the NCAA tournament. And a lot of people always talk to you, like, can you get, you know, to the lead eight? Can you get to the final four? I'm like, well, you got to get in the tournament first. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's an accomplishment in itself. And then once you do that, you know, you can't be excited about it. You know, you, you have to be able to, to lock in and not get all giddy and, and get serious about playing. And, uh, but no, to, to have this in the, in the state of Indiana is pretty cool. And, uh, to be able to play in it, obviously. Um, is even just, just for clarity, though, you guys are still in Indianapolis. You're still going through the same things that every other team is going through. There's no, uh, you know, we saw Duke for the ACC tournament. They were they were staying in Durham and then driving up to Greensboro. There's nothing that, like that going on where you guys are in Lafayette and driving to. You guys are going to be in Indianapolis. Is that am I understanding that? Correctly? Yes, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, we'll leave tomorrow morning to to go there. All right. right. Yes. Hmm. Well, coach, I mean, that's, that's, uh, we really appreciate you joining us and, and letting us in on this. I do fingers crossed, knock on wood, all this stuff. I believe in your team. I, I, I see the path in my mind. So I'll be pulling for you, coach. There you go. Yeah, coach. There, there's, right, there's something about like every other coach when you're, you guys are down by a lot or, or times have gotten difficult. They, they tell their guys it's not over yet. We can keep fighting. 
But something about you, you tell your guys that they actually listen. <laughs> yeah, they, they, love they it. never give up. Uh, I think that's what we love about watching your, your Purdue teams is uh, I don't love it when you guys are playing Ohio State, my alma mater. <laughs> certainly the big two. You guys gave me a heart attack the other day. But uh, <laughs> you guys never give up. We're, we're so excited to see what you can do in this this tournament. Best of luck. Appreciate you uh, making some time for us. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank Take you. Care. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Man, I love Purdue even more now after the after the Elite Eight Dude. stuff. I, I just remembered those guys. Oh, we got we got everything we need. We got the talent, we got the experience, and we got the coach. Let's go Boilermaker. I know Coach Titus at home right now is upset I'm saying all this, it's, but it's, I see a path for Purdue, guys. I, I, I Matt Painter in his head, he has to just be just laughing his ass off that Purdue's the only team from Indiana that's in this thing. That the 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 Hoosiers aren't, Butler's not, Notre Dame's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. Oh, Dude, are you excited about yes, this? Yes, yes. Yeah. Joining us now is a man that we could not be more excited to talk to. A man who just won an ACC tournament championship. A man who's wearing the face shield. We were wondering if he was going to wear it, Tate. <laughs> Josh Pastner. Uh, oh, now he's taking it, now he's taking it off. <laughs> I'll lower it so you can hear me better. <laughs> Appreciate it, Coach. Coach, uh, you guys, th this has been a wild season. You become a star of this college basketball season. I'm sure you're aware of this. Just the, the face shield, just your positivity <laughs> that's exuding from from every every interaction we get to see of of, of what you have going on with your players. Um, it, it's been in a lot of ways a dream season. There's there's still work to be done though. Uh, how do you now that you're you're sitting here on the on the precipice of an NCAA tournament, having just won an ACC tournament? How do you not like just celebrate what you've already accomplished how do you how do you stay hungry how do you keep your team hungry and say there's still work to be done here guys yeah i mean look i mean we obviously first of all thanks for having me of course and coach. uh we're 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 we're, we're you want to celebrate the success i mean you know how, how hard it is to win an acc tournament championship that's five top 20 wins we had this year because mm -hmm. you know uh, beating florida state last night you know they were 15th in the country so it was our fifth top 20 win um in this league to have the player of the year yes. and then, and then not only the player of the year, but also the defensive player of the year. And they're two different players <laughs> and we're at Georgia Tech. <laughs> Blue are in this program, in this league and we're at Georgia Tech and we're getting all this done. And uh, man, it's been awesome. Uh, you know, you just don't take it for granted. I know how hard it is to win games. And to win in this league, there's so many great coaches. We got Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers, so many pros. But but um, uh, but we're 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 excited. We're excited about playing in the NCAA tournament. It's been over a decade since Georgia Tech's been there. It's over almost 30 years since Georgia Tech won an ACC tournament championship. Yep. So uh, we're moving forward. We, we we broke a lot of records this year. Did some things that hadn't been done in the last. 25 to 30 years in Georgia Tech basketball history. And uh, we're excited. We play Loyal Chicago Friday. Uh, they're a great team. And people have asked me, well, do you feel like your seating was a little low? And I was like, hey, you're in the tournament. Man, everybody's good. I don't care who you play, what the seed is. You got If you want to advance, you're going to have to beat someone good. And that's just the bottom line. And we're really 
honored to be part of this tournament. And, and coach, we have to ask this because you mentioned Moses and you mentioned, you know, Jose, and you talk about, you know, those guys being able to become stars in the ACC. But, you know, Moses didn't even have a D1 scholarship at one point. Alvarado, you know, didn't believe he was going to be able to play in the ACC. A lot of people like Titus and I at the start of the year, we didn't know what Georgia Tech was going to look like. We kind of maybe you guys wrote you guys practicing off. Five on five, coach. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what does it feel like to be that underdog and to be that Cinderella story? Because it, it has been great for us to watch. Well, heck, we were we we lost our first two games. I didn't know how we were going to be. I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is not going to be good." <laughs> Obviously, because of COVID nineteen, we 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 avoided trying to get shut down, uh, yep. and and so the best way to avoid that, we did not have contact practices, any body to body contact. Mm. Obviously, that ended up biting us in the rear the way we started the season. But um, look, a guy like Moses Wright, think about that. His two scholarship offers. Georgia Tech and a Division II school in the state of North Carolina. <laughs> yep, yep, from Raleigh. Uh, that's it. I mean, yeah, Catawba, that's, that's it. Think about that. Think about that. Jose Alvarado, a three-star recruit. I had more people tell me, Coach, what are you thinking recruiting this guy? You're at Georgia Tech. <laughs> that league is all about big guards. And But you know what? Jose's big thing was winning was more important than breathing. Mm -hmm. And I knew we had to have a guy like that. And so I'm so proud of both of these young men. I mean, both are going to graduate from Georgia Tech. Both have played so hard. Moses Wright's development. Unbelievable. I mean, he was into, he was a tennis player and a swimmer. <laughs> he didn't even pick up a basketball until his sophomore year of high it's school. It's very Tim Duncan. And now the guys, he, now listen, he wasn't the player of the year in some small little league. The ACC, can you believe that? It was the ACC, the best college basketball league in the country. That's right, Coach. This guy's player of the year. It's it's an amazing story. What a great lesson for people in life. Any any parents out there with young sons or daughters who maybe their son or daughter isn't highly ranked or recruited, follow the Moses Wright story. Yeah, go to Georgia Tech. Story for, for people to follow. Coach, we'll let you get back to your team and get ready to to, to play the fighting sister jeans. Um, but before we before we let you go, <laughs> one more question. Our friend Mike Rutherford uh, has pointed out that that part part of your what what has made you awesome is your face shield. Thank you for wearing it. Yes, by the way, it's on the so interview. good, coach. It's so good. Uh, he he has suggested <laughs> that because in in light of all the success you're having this year. Should you perhaps pull a Richard Hamilton and even in a post-COVID world continue to wear the mask even though you don't need it because this is just like a good luck charm for you? Can, wear the can we shield, possibly coach. see this into the future that you just keep wearing the face shield? You know what? I You know how many things have been sent to me about these new air filters that look like these space helmets <laughs> that you put on your head and it's like this, 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 this new air system that goes on? I was thinking about that because, Please, you know, to, to wear, to, to, you know, Obviously, the face shield has a, you know, there's air coming up underneath. I was looking at something where you can put on your head and cover every aspect of it. Yes. You know, people have asked me, why do you wear the face shield over the mask? One, I feel like when you're coaching in the mask, like you almost feel like you're, 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 you know, suffocating. It's hard for me to coach and talk in the mask. So the face shield allows at least the players get to see my facial expressions. I don't move it up and down. I keep it down. And, and it's been good. People have liked it. And um, I feel comfortable coaching in it. Um, you know, I don't mind the face shield. I usually wear sometimes, you know, like you saw at the start of the show here, I was, or my interview, I was wearing the mask plus the face shield. But uh, in the games, I wear the face shield. It's been going with me. We, the guys like it. They called me the welder. They think like I'm a handyman. Yes, at an engineering and they, school. And they call me the welder. But I'm like, I'm like, 
I, I can't even screw a light bulb. You know, I don't know how to well, do any of that stuff. You know what I mean? So maybe in theory, I look like the welder, but I couldn't do, I'm not a real handy man. Coach, we appreciate the time. Best of luck in the tournament. Great year either way, but God, yes. we love you, coach. Yes, coach. Welcome Please back get an astronaut program. helmet. Please get the helmet. Anytime. I appreciate it, guys. And, and if you want to, if you, I, I, if you want a signed uh, face shield from me, it might be worth you know, 50 cents or oh 75 cents. Oh, my God. Please, Coach. Please, please. Please. We're begging you. Thanks, Coach. Best Thanks, of Coach. luck. Good luck. God, hey, guys. If you don't love Josh Pastner, you. you are out you of You don't get mind. college basketball. Uh, speaking, speaking of people we love, joint. we got Luca Garza Oh, here. my goodness. Yes. Look at this. Wow. The National Player of the Year. Let's go. The, can, can we call you that, Luca? Or is that presumptive? I mean, the national player not, of the year. Not on our us? show. I, I don't think so on our show. Uh, Luca, where are you? Don't call me. Yet. Don't call you just yet. <laughs> you're, I, I assume you're still in Indianapolis after after the Big Ten tournament. You're you're just hanging out there. Um, you, you guys draw Grand Canyon, I believe, in the first round. How excited are you? Have, have you looked up Grand Canyon's roster to see if they have another guy who's like just as big as you are and is going to beat the hell out of you? Like It seems like every time we watch you now, there's a guy on another Big Ten team, and you just like it's just you two just sumo wrestling down on the block. I mean, I'm sure part of you's got to be like, thank God, finally a game against a team that I don't have to <laughs> guard Kofi Coburn or yeah, Hunter no, Dickinson. As soon as we heard their name called, you know, we all went straight to our phones, kind of looking them up, you know, seeing what they've done this year, and and you know, obviously, um, you know, they they got here by winning the regular season and the postseason tournament in the WAC, which is a great conference. And, you know, they've beaten some great teams along the way. You know, they pushed Arizona State early on, and then they beat Nevada. So they're a really accomplished group. And, you know, obviously I looked at some of their players, and it seems like they got some really good big guys. Um, so I'm excited for the matchup. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and, Luca, this is what happens when you have prognosticators like Titus and I. We look at the bracket. We see the one seed, Gonzaga. We see you guys as the two seed at the bottom of the bracket, and we immediately think, Oh man, Elite Eight matchup. We've already seen this game earlier in the year. You have 30 and 10 in that game. Did you think at that time, I hope we see Gonzaga again in the tournament, or were you just, you know, thinking I got to move on, you know, I got to worry about Grand Canyon? Because, you know, Titus and I, we see it. I, I like the rematch idea. Honestly, you know, the mindset for us is just one game at a time. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're extremely That's focused a good on mindset, Luca. Canyon. Don't listen to us. We don't, wanna, we don't want you to get ahead of anything. <laughs> yeah, and especially with Coach McCaffrey, you know, he talked to us all after and, and, and told us just to make sure that we're not focused on, you know, our round of 32, Sweet 16, or whatever the case may be. Yep. Um, because obviously he's coached as being a 13, 14, 15 seed. So he knows the mindset of a team like that. And that's very valuable to us to understand that. And, um, you know, we're excited for this matchup. We know that, you know, these these games, you know, we need to win, you know, or our season's over. So it, it means a lot to us. And I want to keep my career going for as long as I can. Yeah. Uh, Love it. There, there was no tournament last year. You guys, uh, obviously, I mean, I'm not breaking news there. I don't think <laughs> uh, you guys were a team that was, you were great last year. You're great this year. Um, and, and not having, how much does not having a tournament last year now going into this tournament, uh, not that it makes you appreciate it more, but Tate and I were talking like, maybe you look, maybe some of your teams learned lessons last year. Maybe you guys go on a deep run and learn something about your team, or maybe you, you get upset early in the first round last year and learn something. Do you feel like there's, there's a, a, an element of unknown by not having the core last year go through the NCAA tournament experience and now having to do that? Or is, are we overthinking that part of it? You know, I, I think, you know, that definitely plays a part. But I think for us as a group, we have a lot of guys who are, who are who are here our sophomore year when we lost to Tennessee in the round of 32 in overtime. Mm -hmm. So we all are still drawing lessons from that experience. And you know, we were down 25. We came back, pushed them to overtime. And we almost had them. And we were almost right there uh, to go to a Sweet 16. So we know what that feeling is. 
Um, and, and we know how close we can we were then, and we've improved so much. And so we're excited about the opportunity to put ourselves in a position to get another chance, uh, you know, at possibly a Sweet 16 or whatever the case may be. And we understand that, you know, that means taking it at one time. So I think, you know, that that's the biggest thing. You know, obviously, you know, we have some guys who weren't there during that time, but, you know, me, Jordan Bohannon, Joe Wieskamp, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Connor McCaffrey, you know, there's a ton of guys that were on that team. Um, and, and, and obviously, you know, as leaders, we're going to prepare everyone who wasn't um, and, and make sure they understand what this moment means. Mm-hmm. And I have to ask you, Luca, because there are so many good bigs in college basketball this year. You yourself are a big and we, you know, we hear about five out offenses. We hear about small ball all the time. Is it fun for you as a big to like play against guys like a coffee Coburn or a hundred, but maybe not fun to play against them, but to see the other bigs across the country, a Drew Timmy have so much success this season, because it does seem that the bigs are getting their due a little bit this year. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it's fun to play against those guys. You know, they, you know, you're playing against the best of the best. You know, it makes it tougher. You know, it's not as easy to do, you know, as it would be against a smaller guy. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of fun. And as a competitor, I love playing against the best. And that's why I came to the Big Ten because the Big Ten has always been famous for having great bigs. When you talk about Purdue and other teams, you mm-hmm. know, when, when I was growing up watching them, um, and obviously being a part of it. And I think you know, this is this is a league where the big men in this league are, might be the best there there ever been. Yep. Um, so it's it's been it's been so fun over my four years being able to battle against you know the great big men I have, and I'm excited to 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 face even better big men in in in, in this run towards the national. What about what what, what is life? Just give us a perspective. We've been talking to a lot of coaches, and coaches are are more boring. They do the coach speak stuff. We want to talk to. <laughs> we're more interested in talking to players. What what is it like inside the quote unquote bubble? That's not really a bubble. What is uh you know how's the food? How's the are you guys just bored out of your minds? Um, what, what, what is that like? I mean, you've already, like we said, you've already, you guys got there early for the big 10 tournament. So you've been there a while. Is there a concern that, uh, there's only so many video games you can play or so many movies you can watch on the hotel uh, TV? Well, the, the great thing about the big 10 tournament was that it was a little bit less strict. So you could actually go outside, take a walk or do whatever the case may be. So today, you know, some of the guys went outside. I think we were playing wiffle ball okay. for a little <laughs> bit, but you know, before this, you know, NCAA tournament bubble starts, you know, we start our quarantine tonight. Um, and, 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 you know, obviously you know, we're going to be, you know, locked into our rooms, you know, some, you know, coach told us to prepare and start looking at Grand Canyon. We're going to do that. And, you know, there, there, we got, we got, we got Fortnite, we got snacks, you know, people <laughs> bought stuff. We're prepared uh, to be here for a while. Um, so, you know, it's, it's fun, you know, like in, you know, a very extended AAU trip. It's, so yeah, it's like, it's like an AAU <laughs> slash summer camp. It's like a summer trip, basketball camp, yeah. But you're all playing for yeah. a national championship. Uh, Luca, we appreciate you making time for us, man. We, we appreciate you coming on the show. Congratulations on all the accolades. Having your jersey retired, that's yeah, awesome. Man, I know I know your mindset is on the, the, the next three weeks, but uh, it's it, you, you've had a hell of a career, man. It's been so fun watching you and – uh. Yeah, I hope you. I hope I know you've enjoyed it. I know you've enjoyed that part, and 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 you've always appreciated every step of the way, and and we love you for that. Yeah, so, man. Congrats on Thank everything. You so much. Yeah. Yeah. Best of luck, man. Go get them. Uh, hold it down for the Big Ten too, man. We yeah, need, yeah. We for need, the bigs in the Big Ten. Yeah, we can't have the tournament in Big Ten country and not represent. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you guys. All right, man. Take it easy. Yeah, man. God, how he's about great. that? Yeah, there you go. National player. National of the year. player of the year. We said it. We're not afraid. To National say it. Player yeah. of the Year, Luca Garza. We talked to Josh Pastner, who I, I I said it as we wrapped up. If you're not a fan of Josh Pastner, you, that's a you problem. You got to figure that out. I mean, I mean look at this. <laughs> the, the man. 
I mean, the man answered his phone with a mask and a shield on. Unbelievable. And, and just smiling at us. You know what I mean? Just like having the best time. And I asked him if he was going to wear the mask moving forward. And he gave me the whole mechanics of why why he had to wear the mask. You know what I mean? Because air is getting in. He, I, I feel like the answer was he's getting a helmet. That was that was, <laughs> yeah. that was the answer. He just didn't want to commit to that. So uh, that was great. He's going to put on a space suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we, we had a national player of the year joining yes. us. A presumptive. Luca Garza is going to win it right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. we figured how do you top that tate how do you top a guy who is the best player in college basketball i'm going to tell you how you top it yeah you get the guy who is the longest reigning most outstanding player in final four history the the longest most outstanding player reign we have ever, ever seen ever in the history of the ncaa tournament <laughs> there he is kyle guy joining us now yes. Kyle, how how where's your mindset you know in three weeks the crown, you're going to have to hand it off. You're going to have to give it to somebody else. How does that feel? Like, what is, is, Have you come to terms with that, Kyle? Yeah, hopefully I'm handing it off to someone who uh, wore, wore the same jersey as me um, in Virginia. Okay. So um, <laughs> they, they kind of got a tough draw. I like it, though. But um, I'm, you know, I, I'm completely content with, with, with handing it over. My, uh, my run was historic. It was historic. Uh, said, so it was I'm historic. Good. Yeah, Kyle, we saw that. Do you have the sweatshirt on that you were wearing earlier today? There, there was a sweatshirt that I saw where you had the, uh, the UMBC score at one point and said that you had been humbled and then you had the national championship score. What, what did you do with it? No, no, I, I'm not wearing it. Um, <laughs> but I love I, that. We have a very long, we, oh, thank you. My, um, my my it was my mom's idea she made it so Shout out to um mom. yeah we we uh, we just started selling them but they're they're awesome love that uh you, you mentioned virginia's tough draw this stood out to us you guys got ohio in the first round i don't know if you know anything about ohio but mm. this kid jason preston is is unbelievable yeah i know about yeah, him. He's, he's awesome i know he's him. awesome kyle uh that's gonna be a tough one creighton is obviously a, a, a team that can score a lot of points you see santa barbara's pretty good where's your mindset as a virginia fan um are you excited for is this it, a good draw is, or a bad is draw? Is it fun to watch Virginia games or is it like, <laughs> is it not fun? Cause you can't play now. You can't go out there and hit the hit three free throws and be like, I That's got true. this guys. I'll take care of it. It's funny you say that. Cause I texted Ty and Dre after the Syracuse game mm. where Beekman hit the buzzer beater. And I said, I don't like being a fan. <laughs> this is so stressful and I can't do anything about it. Um, like I can't say how many, t- how many times I'm like, oh my god, if I I was just out there, I want to be out there, whatever. So, um, but to answer the other question, this is definitely um, probably one of the tougher draws. I thought we were going to get a three seed because mm-hmm. um, I mean maybe I have bad information, but I thought we were 12 in the AP. Um, <laughs> so I thought we were going to get that, but we didn't. You this. know, for usual, <laughs> bad information a little bit. Just just a little bit. You know, they just. Underrated, right? And so, um, you know, the depressing kid is good. I have, uh, I haven't watched the team much, but I yeah. uh, obviously saw his game where he had 31 against, uh, yeah. Illinois and he can go. But at the end of the day, you know, the way we won our championship, uh, the way we've carried ourselves since Tony's been the coach is just. I, I- you, you take care of you, I just love, and uh, so I think if we do that, uh, we'll be okay. I love the idea of like Kyle writing checks the the for, for the team to not have to cash. Like I, I love the idea of like Kyle's like, yeah, yeah we'll like, be fine. We, like, we yeah, got it's this. It's a lead eight. It's a lead eight for <laughs> and us. Tony's watching film on Jason Preston. He's like, oh my god. <laughs> he's like, we don't, Kyle. Yeah. I don't know if you've been watching Virginia. We don't play defense like we did when you were here, man. This is not. <laughs> we're only we're only number ten. Hey, still better now. than most. <laughs> yeah. 
Kyle, oh my god uva loves Kim. oh Kim yeah Kim how could you not how could you not uh kyle we have to ask you because we had a segment on our show of course you know good guy bad guy kyle guy and we would always talk about you when you were playing college basketball but we also had a segment called kyle's guy and uh, our producer kyle would give his guy to watch out for is there a guy that you have in this tournament that's not on virginia uh, I'll, I'll exclude them but you see and you say that's really a guy that i like i want to watch him play i want to see him make a run and it would be kyle's guy Great question. Can't be Key Hay Club. Um, yeah, no, 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 no UVA guys, no UVA because they're all good guys, <laughs> and they'd all be my guy. Um, oh, the so well, the, I mean, the kid from Ohio. I mean, <laughs> I hate we're playing him because I want to root for yeah. him because his story is so incredible. You yep, know, yep. Um, just just how he got to where he is now. He's an NBA draft prospect. He's got his team, you know, trying to make a Cinderella run. Like, how can you not like yep. that? Um, that that'd probably be my number one guy. Wow. Uh to bring a hometown guy into the into the picture. Um CJ Walker, yes. man, he makes Ohio State yes. go as, as Mark Titus knows. <laughs> yes. He makes yes, them go. Um so uh he'd be my he'd be my number two. I like that. I like that. Uh, spe- speaking of uh you, you just invoked that that you're from Indiana. You you mentioned that. Um what 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 are we feeling about that? When I say the words the entire NCAA tournament is going to take place in the great state of Indiana, the the only basketball state in this country that matters. Uh, I, I assume the sense of pride washes over you as it did me, Kyle, when, when, when you hear those words. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was thrilled because, one, it's a great host city. Mm-hmm. You know, it might not be the best city in terms of, you know, L.A., Atlanta, Chicago. <laughs> but, like, in terms of basketball, there's nothing better than this state. Um, the facilities are top notch. They could have done some of these games in high school gyms. Yeah. That's how big those gyms are. They could have, you know, Southport, Newcastle, Seymour, they mm-hmm. could have packed those out. Um, so, but I was super thrilled, you know, super cool. I wish like it was not at the same time as NBA so I could mm. enjoy it more, but it's still a, a, a unique, a unique thing for the city and cool. And Kyle is, I mean, you're one of those guys that actually watches college basketball, not the NBA guy that, you know, his team plays another team, you know, one of his teammates and they swap jerseys and take a picture. You know, you actually watch these games. <laughs> um, is there a team that you have, you know, outside of Virginia again that you like as, you know, maybe even not, not, not a national championship team like Gonzaga, but to make a run where you're like, I like those guys. I've seen them play and, and they're hot and could go on a run. Yeah, I'll give you two. I mean, I've, I've, uh, so I'm with, uh, Tyrese Halliburton out here, obviously. Yep. And he played USA with Kate Cunningham. Mm. And we've been talking. I've watched him. I mean, the kids goaded already. <laughs> go. So yes. I would, I would, you know, I would hate to bet against him, even if he was playing Gonzaga. You know, like I think Gonzaga's probably best pound for pound right now, mm-hmm. but like I wouldn't even want to bet against him because he's, uh, has that, you know, I think he's a, Bonafide number one pick. Yep, so, no doubt. um, him, I think, uh, Alabama showed a lot today, um, that they can go far. But then again, I think LSU kind of, you know, I wouldn't want, I, I, Michigan plays them next if they both win. Yep, I, yep, I wouldn't yep. want to see yeah, that. Eight, I wouldn't want to see that either. So, so speaking of Gonzaga, you, you got, you never entered a tournament undefeated at Virginia, but you certainly entered a tournament with like high expectations. You've, you've been a number one overall seed before. Um, and then obviously you guys lose the UMBC and you come, then you come into the tournament with that pressure. Um, give us an idea of what that's like to, to be the team that's being hunted to be the team. Cause Gonzaga is obviously we, we we've talked about, it, it's kind of Gonzaga versus the field. Yep. Uh, it, it's kind of the mindset yeah. everyone seems to have, or at least we, we do. Um, so if you're putting yourself in Gonzaga's shoes, is that a good thing? You're feeling good. Is there, is there pressure? Do you, do you just block it all off? Uh, I, wh- what do you think's going through their mind? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, seeing as they beat us by 20, I have no choice <laughs> but to agree with you as it's probably them versus the field. Yeah. Um, I, you know, if I was given a motivational speech in front of them, I would tell them, look, and I would use everything that Tony Bennett's taught me. <laughs> like nothing that I say would actually be mine, but we'll pretend it is for now. I, I, I would tell them to put the blinders on, man, just like horses at a, at a, at a horse track. You, you, obviously in the forefront, you're, you want to win the national championship, but you got to focus on the day by day stuff. Um, so one game at a time, uh, do not overlook anyone. I think that there's a, a misconception that we overlooked UMBC, which we did not. If you know, Anthony Guy Bennett, he wouldn't let us do that. <laughs> yes. So, yes. you know, we, I would make sure that they respect every opponent. They're obviously have one of the most historic runs already. Um, and they want to cap it off the right way. First team since it's what, 76 or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, if they can do it. So, um, I would throw all those hopes and dreams to the back of my mind and really just focus on one game at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's cliche, but you know, sometimes, uh, less is more, man. Kyle, I, I felt like I was listening to Tony guy. Bennett yeah. Right no there, kidding. Kyle. I, I, I kind of, I'll be honest. I kind of zoned out a little bit, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, it I want to go good. play right now. It sounded me good. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're the man. We appreciate you giving us time, Kyle. Uh, we, we hope whoever takes your crown from you. Yes. What, what is worthy, right? Yeah. yeah we hope, that, <laughs> we hope that they're worthy. Oh, sorry. I, yeah. No, thanks guys. Appreciate you, Kyle. I love coming on this show. You guys are my favorite. Well, come back anytime, Kyle. You're the best. Appreciate you, man. Good luck to the Wahoos. Appreciate it. Man, great times. Kyle Guy. My bad. I uh I was gonna ask him something else and then I I balked at it. <laughs> I forgot we were live. We're gonna ask him about the whitewater rafting trip. Yeah, I was, I was, when he said the thing about the horses with the blinders, I was like, I, you know, that reminds I, me of a whitewater rafting trip. I, we we we're we're about to wrap the show up, obviously, but uh I uh yeah, I, I had an idea of something to ask him that I thought well, we could always cut it, right? And then I was like, That's right, we're That's live right. Yeah, yeah. So better not. The unfortunate reality is that if this Michigan State team isn't very good and won't make the tournament, this is oh, that's not for us. What? Oh, this is all the this is all the. Oh, this is just, Iowa coming up, Purdue, Illinois, Ohio State, Michigan. It's an absolute gauntlet, and the way they've been playing, they're probably going to lose them all. Now, Michigan State. <laughs> what, is, what is this? This is a Michigan State hype video. Two thousand two. NCAA. Michigan State. I'm sorry. What? The streak is alive. Hold on. You're telling me Michigan State put this? I, yeah, they they've hacked into our feed and then played a promo video to let us know that they uh yeah all all the hype was wrong. They're back. The Sparty's Sparty back. They they clipped up us. They dunked on us. Yeah, exactly. Like the, for their announcement <laughs> video, and they dunked on us. Well, uh, dude, in that case, that's actually good for the show, isn't it? So I'm gonna give you more sound bites. Uh, <laughs> UCLA is going to smoke Michigan State in the first round yes. in the playing game. Yes. Uh, it's exciting that oh. it's it's exciting that Michigan State made the tournament, but they have no chance. Is that good? You think? Yeah, I think that think. works. Yeah, they'll take that. They'll take that. <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap it up with this. Uh, we talked about a lot of the teams that are in the field. Obviously, one team we did not talk about is a team that did not make the field. Uh, a team that was snubbed wasn't even one of the next four in. Yeah, we're the Belmont Bruins. The wrong Bruins got in. The wrong Bruins yes. got in. So uh, to to understand what went wrong to get a better sense of this we are we are bringing in the biggest belmont bruins fan on planet earth my father who was wearing a belmont quarters coach titus let's go under armor well first of all guys i can't really hear you so <laughs> having technical difficulties 
Tate, I'm not sure where all the love for Purdue's coming from. <laughs> that doesn't make me real happy. I'm sorry, Coach. Um, I'm sorry, Coach. Speaking of not making me happy, you guys did a great job covering this tournament, but there's a team that was left out, uh, the Belmont Bruins. Mm. Now, you guys are bright guys. You know how many NCAA teams there are in the country. I think there are 350. Two teams, to my recollection, that I was to, to my research, I found on the internet, so I know it's true. <laughs> two teams out of those 350 won 26 games. One of those was Baylor. The other were the, was the Belmont Bruins. <laughs> Tell them, coach. In the world, can you keep them out of the tournament? Tell them, coach. Now, here's the deal. I believe, I'm going to show my Bruin logo. <laughs> I believe this. I believe any team that wins 25 games ought to be in regardless of what they did in their conference Facts. tournament. Back in my day at IU, yes. Lee Corso accused Bob Knight of having a classic that Knight called it, a, an Indiana classic where you invite three teams you can beat and call it a classic. Let's get this straight. I think there are, what, six or seven power conferences in basketball? It's a power conference tournament where they invite a few small schools that they can beat and call it the NCAA tournament. Let's call it the power school classic from here on. <laughs> I you love St. Mary's is in with 12 wins. Iona's Vitale, in with is 12 wins. Drexel's in with 12 wins. And Belmont can't get in and Georgetown with 26 with wins, 18-2 and two in the conference. 13, and they can't get in because they lost a championship game. What is going on? <laughs> coach, Dad. coach, all great points. Dad, uh, you can't even hear what we're saying. So we appreciate the monologue. Um, <laughs> look at him. He's trying to figure you're the best, Dad. Thank, thanks for joining us. Uh, Dad called me. He called me last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the best, Coach. He called me last night. He's like, he's like, where do you think Belmont's going to be seated? And I was like, they're not. And he's like, what? He was incredulous. Dude, I mean, he couldn't rightfully believe it. so. Rightfully so. I mean, he this couldn't is, believe uh, it. Uh, appreciate everyone watching for the entire stream. If you did, God bless you for hanging on. Um, we are going to be doing it tomorrow. Yes. Monday. Yes. We are going to actually fill out the bracket. We were talking through it. It's not fair to us, honestly, to have to, to do live. We bullets. have to marinate. Has to we, marinate. we have to, yeah. yeah, give us time to think about it. But tomorrow we're going to be doing a live stream at, I believe, noon Eastern, nine Pacific. We yes. are going to be filling out our brackets tomorrow and we're going to have a special it's, guest. It's a joint bracket. Yeah. We're, yo, a special guest. You're right. That's we're going to have a special be, guest. Wow. wow. Honestly, Sleep tonight was beautiful. And I, anyone that, you know, stayed with us, watched this, uh, and all the guests. I mean, we had great guests for this show. I never thought that Josh Pastner would ever sit on Titus and Tate and, you know, give us a full rundown of the face shield. That was an honor. Luca Garza, the national player of the year. And we have yep. a bracket, Mark Titus. We, we have, have a bracket. Madness. We, we, we have what arrived. We, we did it. Uh, this is really. This is all I needed for now. Yes, I mean, like I'm gonna, I, I, I want the games to be played, obviously, uh -huh. but God, just not even have it. I thought about yeah. it. The more I thought about it, not it's having like a tournament last rush. year yeah. was like, we didn't even get a bracket. Like, is it, if yeah. they would have released a bracket last year, I would have just stared at that thing all summer and had mm -hmm. so much fun just saying, mm -hmm. what if? Yes. But we didn't even get that. Yes. Now we have it. We yes. have a bracket. And uh, It's in my face. I'm looking at it. <sighs> wow. We're going to make so picks excited. tomorrow. We'll make some picks tomorrow. Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Join us then right here, wherever you're watching it. It'll be there tomorrow. We appreciate it. See you guys. Titus and Tate. Bang. <laughs>